Hey, this is Sharnissa Washington, and thanks for joining the I Love Being a Girl podcast, where my mission is to encourage, embrace, and empower women wherever you are on this journey we call life. And of course, I love sharing some of my funny stories with you, or even some of my very interesting experiences. On this podcast, I want to share how I had one of the most delightful weekends. I had just went to a very high-end, and when I say high-end mall, I mean very high-end mall, to my surprise, and purchased a ticket to see Tyler Perry's newest film. First of all, I didn't even know Tyler Perry movie would even show up here in the Middle East. But y'all, I found myself in a packed out theater. Yes, packed out. You know that I left completely proud and completely amazed at such the turnout. Maybe I've been sheltered. Maybe I didn't know that Medea was in the Middle East just making all kind of appearances. But I thought it was fantastic. On this podcast, I want to share God, Black people, Tyler Perry, and the Middle East. And just a nugget that you can actually do whatever you want to do. Whatever you set your mind to. Keep God in the center. Tyler Perry This one is for you, my sir, dear sir, you have encouraged me on a whole nother realm. Ladies, turn up the volume, tell another sister, grab a pillow, a cup of tea, let's chat for a minute. You are listening to the I Love Being a Girl podcast. Stay tuned. Wait. Did Tyler Perry just really have a whole church service in this theater and nobody got up and left? Lord, you are showing up everywhere. And I'm super excited about this. Hey there, listeners. This is Sharnissa. Thanks for tuning in. So... This weekend helped me realize why America, the United States of America, fell in love with Tyler Perry so many years ago. When we were faced with obstacles, family, crisis, devastations, tragedies, we found humor. We found laughter. We found a character that all of us could somehow relate to, and her name was Medea. She was our source of encouragement. She was our somehow level-headed great-grandmother or grandma, maybe even our auntie. And when you thought that your family was only the family with issues, you realized that there were so many other families with issues but they made it through and you knew that you can make it through too. It was also Tyler Perry that put God at the center of everything. Somehow we left theaters. We left 
movie theaters. We love stages encouraged by inspirational messages, by uplifting songs that told us God will make a way or he's an on time God or have you tried Jesus? You left saying, wow, who is this Tyler Perry? And whatever he's delivering, I want more. And he did that. I don't think Tyler Perry had delivered everything that he's been delivering over the years for one specific group of people. But I do know that he always wrote from the heart. He wrote from experiences. He wrote from what he saw. He wrote about the black family. To my surprise, this weekend, I saw it in a totally different light, in the respect that I've always had for Mr. Tyler Perry, somehow was amplified. It was quadrupled, to say the least. I went this weekend to a very high-end mall, to my surprise. For those of you that don't know, I actually live in the Middle East. And I, for the first time, thought, this weekend, I want to unwind. I want to kind of get in my own space and be to myself. Well, I went to a very high-end mall that was recommended by a friend. She did not tell me what stores were in the mall, what type of people shopped in the mall. She just said it was one of her favorites. It was a place where you can relax. And y'all, it was gorgeous. I stepped into scenery that I've never seen before. I mean, real plants, real flowers that kind of draped through the mall, marble floors that kind of glittered, elevators that looked as if they sparkled, real high-end restaurants, place where would typically be maybe a Chinese store, maybe a Subway, or maybe a Wendy's, no. These were not just ordinary restaurants, beautiful restaurants with waiters and waitresses and hostess that waited to seat you. I was kind of amazed, kind of shocked, and I even felt underdressed. Listen, whatever mall I was in, all I saw was what I couldn't afford. And I'm going to be honest. The real Gucci store, the real Blueberry store. Hatchet, I believe the name of a store that's from London. Different high-end stores from all over the country. Child, I even saw Armani. And I don't know if you all know this, but Armani sells a whole nother trend of clothing that we don't see. I'm talking about workout clothing, ripped jeans, button-down shirts, where one shirt probably costs about $650. I couldn't even afford a pair of socks from this mall. But I wanted to soak up the moment. I wanted to know how it felt to be in a mall that I couldn't afford. And so for four hours, I did just what I intended to do. I am right in the middle of reading Miss Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. And for four hours, I was lost, y'all. I'm talking about lost in space. I ripped through about 150 pages of this phenomenal book. I mean phenomenal autobiography of the Obamas. I then knew that, yep, I'm going to the movies. I knew that on my journey 
in this high-end store that I wasn't going to dodge in and out of stores. I wasn't going to play myself. I would window shop, read for a few hours, and treat myself to a movie. I didn't even know what was playing at this theater. All I knew was sitting and watching the people roll up. I saw BMWs. I saw Bentleys. I saw people driving Porsche and Range Rovers and Lexus. Child, I said, where am I? And I liked it. I like reading and people watching. And so I knew that this movie experience was going to be interesting. I actually prepared myself to watch an Arabic or Arabian movie with English subtitles. I really thought I was going to do that. I said, if I'm here, I might as well have a full experience. I had never been to this mall, never been to this theater, but I was open to whatever. I knew a couple months ago, I tried to see an American movie and it wasn't at this particular theater that was in the Middle East at a particular mall. So I said, well, let's try it again. If I couldn't find an American movie, a Middle Eastern movie would be fine. To my surprise, I see three American movies. Hmm, no to that one, no to that one, no to that one. And then what did I see? Madea. Madea? Family's Funeral, I believe it's the name of the movie. What? Tyler Perry? Tyler Perry. You talking about the Tyler Perry who lives in Atlanta where I actually reside in the United States? The Tyler Perry whom theater I drive past almost every day when I go to work. If I have to go to the south side of Atlanta to shop or do anything. That Tyler Perry? Yes, Tyler Perry's movie was right there on screen. Immediately, I knew that I was going to buy a ticket. I didn't see any type of previews. I didn't know what the storyline was about. All I know is I'm in a high-class theater. I'm in a high-class mall, and Tyler Perry is here. All I saw was 11 seats left. I thought it was a joke, practically a shock. To my surprise, the movie was just released on Friday, and here it is Saturday, and four hours in advance, even before the movie is to be seen, I'm purchasing a ticket. I was willing to wait four more hours in this mall just to see Mr. Tyler Perry's film. To find myself now choosing between 11 seats, y'all know I went into investigation mode. Okay, who done bought the tickets to this movie? Are all the black people on their way to this movie theater? I was just a bad critic at this moment. So, I waited four more hours. I ate, I read more of Michelle Obama's book, and I went into this theater one hour early. (laughs) Why? Because I was an investigator at this time. More than a movie critic investigator. I wanted to see every person that walked into this theater. I wanted to see their face. I wanted to see what they wore. Who was coming to see Tyler Perry in a predominantly Muslim country? I wanted to see. Yep. I arrived an hour early, and to my surprise, this is a regular movie theater, but there is a hostess that meets you in the door that walks you to your seat. I was the first person in the movie theater, and someone actually walked me to my seat like I was coming to see a stage play. And about 45 minutes later, 15 minutes before the movie started, this movie theater is packed, y'all. I mean packed. There are people that look nothing like me. Some whom did not speak English. How did I know? Because when they met the hostess, they will say in their language, I'm sure, where's my seat or could you help me? And the hostess will very patiently sit almost 300 people 
in a theater. One by one, I saw people that were maybe 19. I saw a man that had to be about 70. I saw grandmothers come in with their granddaughters. I saw women in their hijabs. I saw men in their traditional Muslim um, um, clothing. And within 15 or 20 movies, 20 minutes, this theater is packed. And I'm thinking, are all these people really in here to see Tyler Perry? I had a sense of pride at this moment. I was proud to be an American. I was proud to be black. And I was nervous. Okay, I know Tyler Perry. I know his storylines. I know his jabs. I know his jokes. I know how Medea can cut up. I know how the black storyline can go through. And you feel like, dang, he putting all our business out there. But then there's always a term where Medea encourages. I knew what I was up for. But did they? Huh. I sat next to a Muslim family on my left and two beautiful Muslims on my right. And I was ready. Nervous, but ready. Here we go. The rules in a theater. Here we go. Small little uh, scenes of new movies that's coming to go, coming previews. And all of a sudden, I know that Tyler is filming in Atlanta. I love Atlanta, by the way. I can see the greenery, the streets. I was like, yeah, he's doing this in Atlanta. And I smiled. For one and a half hours, y'all, I was glued to the screen. I actually forgot who was in the movie with me? Because at every joke, people laughed. When Medea finally hit the screen, people kind of gasped and was happy. I can hear giggles. I can hear a cheer. Like, wow, we've been waiting on her. Tyler Perry was not new to this. People been on Medea. And y'all, excuse my language. Sorry for using my Ebonics, but been on Medea. That's what I have to use. Because right there, for 120 minutes, everything about the culture of black people was put on screen and everyone laughed and some people cheered and a lot of people had oohs and ahs and a lot of people did a mm-hmm to the message that was on screen. And that's when I realized that Tyler Perry movies were not for black people, they were for everyone because the storyline in this particular movie it's for everybody. Every culture has issues. Every culture has to face what I call problems. And there's no color on problems. There's no color on race. Everyone, sadly, have to face family difficulties. And Tyler Perry made that very known. I sat in a movie theater and I thought, wow, I would have never thought that this many people would show up to see a Tyler Perry film. Why? Number one, because I didn't think that they could relate to the black culture. But right there in the theater, people sat through Tyler's very broken prayers that Medea had to do. You know Medea, right? <laughs> people actually smiled at the church scene that was taking place during the funeral. People sat through, I won't complain. It was phenomenal. And to see so many people from Atlanta with short, short, short skits, or should I say a small part in the movie, it made me smile. Boy, I had some pride in me that day. Pride. 
the kind that makes you proud to be who you are and to come from what you come from and to have overcome what you overcame. I smiled. I smiled because Tyler Perry had found a way to bring not only black people together, but people of all nationalities. I know that if he had a sold out film in the Middle East, somewhere in Africa, and I'm sure in Europe, and maybe even China, he did it. He did it. Tyler and his entire team. And to see where God is placed right there in the middle of the film. God, y'all. I'm talking about Tyler Perry is saying scriptures. Not one person got up and walked out of the movie theater. Tyler Perry is cutting up and Medea is saying all kind of prayers. People saying all kind of prayers. And nobody stood up and say, we don't do this in our country. And did I mention that there were Arabic subtitles throughout the entire film? Here you go with hallelujah in Jesus and God written in the Arabic language for a people that may not even believe in Jesus as a savior, but they were introduced to him during the movie. And it just made me now proud to be a Christian and to be a born again Christian. I thought it was phenomenal. I walked away that day saying I experienced something that I've never experienced before. An African-American man from Louisiana who now lives in Atlanta and California who have stretched his roots all the way over to a country where people may never meet him, but they have a chance to see his work. Tyler Perry, I, sir, am very grateful for you making your way on the big screen. The Oscars may never give him credit. But being someone that resides in Atlanta, when I go back to America, I can say that's okay. Hollywood may never give him credit, and that's okay because I saw for myself those studios that Tyler Perry built. And I must say, there's not one, there's not two, there's several, and they're huge. And they are making a great impact all around our world. Can we please clap our hands for Mr. Tyler Perry? And I recommend anyone to go see this film. Medea has calmed down quite a bit. So you don't have to cringe during the movie. <laughs> I believe Tyler Perry has gotten to an age where he has settled his motherly <laughs> character into a more mild mannered woman. And I'm proud to say that it was a very great film. Now for my nugget. Are y'all ready? I must say that everyone has a dream. And some of our dreams are not fulfilled right away, nor do they come true right away. Because a dream is only a thought unless you put it into action. Action requires you to write, it requires you to journal, it requires you to network, it requires you to work, and at times it requires you to do research and even schooling. I always feel like none of that is in vain when you know the direction in which you're, in which you're headed. I couldn't help but think this weekend about 
Miss Michelle Obama and Mr. Tyler Perry and the platform that they have. And after reading Michelle Obama's book, I now see that neither one of them just arrived. It took time. It took dedication. It took consistency. But I know that it also took a lot of hurt and it took a lot of hits. I think for a lot of us, dreaming is easy. Working at it can be easy, but what stops us are the challenges. I know there's been several times that all of us can say we've been on a roll. We've been geared up towards something and a hit will kind of slow down our snowball. But I've learned something, even now more than ever, that With God in the center, he will be your motivation. I also learned that God will give you people that will surround you, that will encourage you when you feel like, yeah, I don't want this snowball to keep going. I can just call it quits now. But keeping God at the center and positive people and people that will somehow send you an encouraging text, an encouraging phone call, maybe an inbox, Maybe a like, just people that you can sit down and chat with, a couple, have a cup of tea with, a short conversation. God will put these people around you that will encourage you along the way. But the key thing is keep God at the center. I do believe that someday that very dream will become a reality. I do believe that your dream may not be at a platform that will cause you to have global status or it may not give you immediate satisfaction. But over time, I believe that that dream will come true. I say these words not only to you, but also to myself. Keep going. Keep pushing. Stay consistent. Have those disciplines in place. Trust God and keep him in the middle. It's going to happen at one time or the other. Thanks for joining the I Love Being a Girl podcast. And before we end, please join me in a prayer. Lord, I thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you, God, that you have given us people That will encourage us along the way. That will help us see our full potential. And not only see it, but reach it. Father, I pray even now. There is someone listening to this podcast that just need a mentor. They need someone to step in front of them. They need counsel. They need wisdom. I pray, God, that you will put those people there. I pray, God, that they will take hold of what you have given them and run with their talents and their abilities until they reach the place that they are destined to be at. I pray now, God, for every person that is going after every mountain, whether it's government or health or creative arts, whether it's in media or education or even in religion, As Christians, God, give us the wisdom that we need to fulfill our divine assignment in the kingdom of God. 
Lord, I pray now, God, for everyone that's listening that feel that their time will never come. May you whisper in their ear and give strength, God, to their patience. I thank you right now for what you're doing in all of us. Look over us, God, wherever we are across this world. I pray for divine protection. And I pray, God, that you will begin to stir us like only you can. And I pray that we will change lives. This weekend has proven to me how many platforms are not just platforms to have recognition, but to be life changers. May we be a light in a dark world and help change the light of others. On a great magnitude or even a small. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Like it, share it, give me a review. Thanks for joining the I Love Being a Girl podcast. Love you all. Until we meet again. Hey, nothing from this podcast was intended to offend or criticize anyone. I do not own any rights or have any royalties to any of Tyler Perry's film. It was just a great film. To Christians and Muslims all around the world, I love you all. Thank you for joining the I Love Being a Girl podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend.